right now this stock is up like 80% today. Welcome back to the Calling It Puts Podcast with your hosts, Brent and Jimmy. We are bringing that fire again today. Let's go. This is not financial advice. This is intended for entertainment purposes only. Do your own research. I repeat, do your own research. Welcome back to the Calling It Puts podcast. I'm one half of the show, Jimmy. And I'm Brent. We back, baby. We in this thing going live. It's Monday. The clouds are out. The sun is shining. The clouds are out. The sun is out. out. The sky is blue, baby. Facts, man. You know, I had to. I had to do a little bit. I had to get on you for that last <laughs> one, <laughs> man. Hey, I, I'm just speaking the truth. That's, that's real. <laughs> real. That's real. Well, guys, it is Monday. I hope y'all are doing great. Hope y'all had a great weekend. It was definitely phenomenal. Had a you know had a great trip with my wife out to Texas. That was pretty dope. How was your weekend, Brent? It was good, man. Just relaxed with my wife all week. That's what's up, bro. You can't lose, bro. Man, you ever been to Taste Bar? Is that something where they um mix the drinks with the uh? Uh, so Taste Bar is kind of like a little eatery spot on Bagby Street in Houston, bro. It's a whole vibe, bro. Taste Bar. Is yeah, like shout sweet. out, shout out to Houston, man. Hell yeah. I like, I like Houston. We'll be out there shortly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. <laughs> Let's get back. Let's get back to the stocks, man. So, um, you know, it's a big earnings week this week. Uh, big Tech's gonna be up on the um, on the docket to to you know produce their earnings. So, what you predicting going into earnings this week, Brent? I sure. I think all of them gonna do well. I mean, they got. I got on my list. I got Visa. Well, this is for just tomorrow. Visa, UPS, and Mastercard, and you know the sectors as far as for Visa and you um, and uh, Mastercard. They always just do with each other, like they run with each other. Visa up, match card up. So I'm watching those. Uh, that's pretty much big tech. Um, I got stocks I'm looking at. I still got Chig, IBM, and Monsters Beverage. Ooh. And oh, they, they look like some good buys. I don't really want to fool. I don't know if I want to fool with Facebook as far as for the earnings, but it's in a good buy zone. If you want to buy some, now's the time. Uh, they got CrowdStrike coming up this week. You know, that's a cybersecurity company. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tesla was last week, but J.P. Morgan uh, last night uh, increased the price target of Tesla to 1200 So that gapped up overnight like $42. It's Dang. down to 1000 right now. I said around shit, $972. Right now, Jesus Christ, yeah, bro. And I was also watching like Square to bounce off 250, which it did, so that was good. But I'm like, I'm on I'm in square over 260. You want in square over 260? Yeah, I want to buy calls over 260. Gotcha, because it didn't hit 260 at least three, four times. A lot of resistance at that. At that spot, I got a lot of sellers at 260, so. If it break that shit, should be cool. Um, we gonna see. Oh my God, Tesla stock, like like you say, right now. I mean, just today, the stock is 
$2. I know, bro. I wanted Tesla the day over 910. But shit, when I woke up, it was at 950. Well, not when I woke up, when I was like looking at it in the morning, I said, Jesus, I was like 950. Now I don't know what it's going to do, you know, because it's at. So, like, when you hit all time highs, mm-hmm. they say based on the stock, after the all time high, you try to pinpoint your your um your calls that, that you put in your price targets that you want to get out of that by fives and tens. Tesla strictly off the 10, 10 increment, ten dollar increments, and others are five. Like some, the big ones are like Google and Amazon. Those move probably like a 15, 10 to fifteen range increment. So I was like, I don't know what this shit about to do now. Now I'm like, <laughs> like not like you know, you you make a plan. I had the plan. Plan was a little throw it off. So. I didn't know what to buy. I didn't want to buy nothing. I was going to buy one for for a thousand, which I should have. But, you know, you don't want to trade outside of your plan. So it's all good. Dude, you know, it's insane. Speaking of like, you know, pre-market rallies, right? Um, a couple of things I want to hit on. I'm going to hit on Tesla one more time uh, before I move on to, to another pre-market. It was, this was actually a tumble, not a rally, but just speaking on Tesla, right? Um, you know, Hertz was supposed to go out of business earlier this year. Yes, sir. Right. Now. I saw they stock at like 13 cents. Right. Back in March. And the crazy thing about it is Hertz is actually reported that they ordered over 100,000 Teslas for their vehicle fleet. How They're not on the NASDAQ. No, no, no. It's probably, you can only paper trade it probably. Yeah. Now you can buy it. It's not on it's an OTC side. It's OTC. Oh, yeah, yeah. Over the counter. Yeah, I actually want to look that up. I want to see how much because I haven't really been keeping up with Hertz. I think it was around six dollars last time I looked. Dude, that's na- imagine getting that thing at like 13, thirteen cents. But I don't really fool with them penny stocks like that, bro. Because you don't know, was, yeah, they could belly up on you. That's real. Because I've I've been I've been clapped with a penny stock before. Yeah. So you know, I throw a hundred on. But like right. I said, like you, you you come up, but you could not go anywhere with them. So I don't know if you remember this, but um, <clears throat> I want to say maybe last week or the week before, but uh, some news that came out, it pretty much just speculation. Nothing was confirmed by PayPal, but they were somebody said they were want that they wanted to buy Pinterest, right? They were interested. Yeah, in- that's right. That's right. Well, PayPal later came out today, you know, just saying that they weren't pursuing an acquisition of Pinterest. And this morning, Pinterest actual stock tumbled like 13% in the pre-market, mm. which is insane. Yeah, because yeah, PayPal a big dog in the um payment space. That's insane, bro. Yeah. You but know, it's, like it's it's always the ones that's getting bought. Mm-hmm. That's what we notice. Like it's always the ones that get the, the company that's doing the buying, they gonna be good, but it's the ones that uh get bought, they usually like drop off the news or bad news off of acquisition. But PayPal down too. Like if you want some PayPal stock, that's an advisor on right now. Hell yeah. Right now. It's a good time to buy PayPal if you want it. Right. 100 percent Bro, let me let me ask you about this. I don't have you been keeping up with Jack Dorsey? 
talking? Is that that's the Square guy? No, nah, it's Twitter CEO. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, he came out. He was talking about how you know that hyperinflation is about to hit the U.S. Right. He literally tweeted. I read that this morning. Everything and it's happening. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I read that. I saw that on Kathy uh, Will was talking about that. Dude, that's insane, bro. Jerome Powell acknowledged that inflation pressures are likely to last longer than previously expected. Nothing that they could run well into next year. No, I mean noting that they could run well into next year. Central bank leader added that he expects the Fed soon to begin pulling back on extraordinary measures it has provided to help the economy that critics say have stoked the inflation run. Hey, man, worst thing they did was that housing thing, bro. That shit gonna happen again. You believe? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, people gonna get things they can't afford at 2%. And, and then when it changed, like, you're gonna be able to pay your shit. That's like pretty much what happened last time. I was watching this uh this interview with the guy that you know the, the guy from the Big Short that betted against the housing. Mm-hmm. And he said he was like everything told me this was gonna happen. Like he put it like all on front street. Like I could tell, I could show you exactly what I was looking at to make make people know this. You know the analytics of this gonna happen. There's no way it could keep trending up like this. So. Hey, bro. <laughs> things, things, man. Things in the future gonna be be a lot different, man. I, I ran across this this uh, company making the this like arm for um, to help in kitchens in the food industry. Mm-hmm. There go people fly fry uh, in burger flipping jobs. Like they got a place in California, bro. They got a place in California right now with. Those in there, they got like three people working there, and the rest of bots flipping the burgers, making the fries, doing basically everything, but checking the customers out. And I was like, "Damn, we gonna really come to a point where we don't see no face to face, and everybody looking to just come up because I feel like when people when people get to the point where they they don't have nothing else, Mm -hmm. that's like." That's like damage control at that point. You're just trying to survive. And Hell then no. they're going to have, they, they, I feel like the gap is going to be too big of a gap between the people who have things and the people who don't. And there's going to be a lot more people who don't than do. You know? Bro, that's, that's all that happened during the pandemic. Bro, literally, the rich got rich. I'm not saying it's their fault. I'm like, I'm all for wealthy people. Yeah, I'm all for wealthy people making money. Like, I'm not one of them people right. that's, like, against people that's making money because, oh, they need to be spending it on some kids in a third world country. I'm yeah, not that yeah. person. Right, right, right. I'm not. Right. Now, again, you know, you do your charity work, you give to the to the needy and stuff like that. I understand that. But yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, Most those people, right, those people made sacrifices to make that money. But during they the did, pandemic, bro. bro, people, the rich literally got richer and the poor literally got poorer. Yeah. And guess what? Yeah. The middle class... A lot of those people got poorer. <laughs> yeah. right? The middle class is always yeah. getting screwed. They lost man. out. They lost out, man. 100%. 100%. Now, now I, I will say this. Some people in the middle class 
have made steps and you know and picked up side hustles and, and started businesses and things like that because it's it coming, ain't enough. It's, no, it's, it's not enough, but it's becoming very apparent that you cannot live the life you want to live if you work for somebody for the rest of your life. Period. Yeah. Right. right. It right. won't happen. Only per only person that, like we'll go. We'll, I always speak to this man. I always speak to this like. I remember working working at Coach high in luxury bag, right? But I technically couldn't afford anything I, I worked for. Like technically, I couldn't buy my mom a bag from this store if I wanted to off of what I was making. My right. check might have been 180, and I wasn't getting commission out of it. So my check might have been 180 to 250, maybe every two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. I worked uh, four days a week. Of four or five days a week, five, six hours at a time, you know, just below full time. So I don't get, I'm not getting paid anything. I'm like, I might be making $9.75. I was the only dude there, and I was getting paid more than the other girls. The girls were getting paid like $9.50. I was getting paid like $9.75, $9.80. For what reason? I don't know. That's insane, but bro. I, <laughs> right. For what reason? I have no idea. But yeah, they, um, man, I worked there and I was like, damn. Like, this when my mind started shifting with things when I worked there. I was like, I can't afford none of this. Like, they would be buying bags, saving up two months of um, of their checks to buy one, one bag. And I'm like, like, this don't make sense. That's like somebody who who's selling a... Um, a Ferrari, but you can't afford one. You're not driving one. You know what I'm saying? You drove to work in a Honda, and you're going to sell somebody a Ferrari. That don't even make no sense. It don't make sense to me. And so, like, that's when my mind started shifting, bro. I was like, man, I got to I gotta get it up. And, you know, I got to do what I need to do and, like, save that's up <laughs> what I need to save up and figure this thing out for myself. And so that's what I'm that's what I call myself doing right now. Dude, this is and, and you know, like I get it. They got a lot of things that may seem advantageous that's going around, you know, different little things that you can start up and, and get in a business with and make some money. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, all of those things can possibly work, but you just gotta be willing to go through it and eat the shit. Yeah, you got to, to actually to actually win. You gotta learn to sacrifice because this stuff ain't gonna happen overnight, like, bro. Because yeah. you gonna learn something. Like I've been learning the stock market on my own, and I read books and everything. And I, you know, get frustrated watching the market, but I want to win more than lose. Mm-hmm. You can't just throw your money. This ain't gambling. Like people think it's like, oh, it's gambling. No, it's not. Not not if you um know what you're doing and your risk tolerance is is pretty good. Like, so you know, you watch people, you get frustrated, but I know what I'm doing is the right thing. So right. I look at this stuff a lot, like all the markets, the crypto market. I just started looking at the crypto market more often. The uh forex market, you know, that's pretty much the same kind of deal. It just keep moving like crypto, move all day. Yeah. All night, and um, yeah. So, like, it takes time. One hundred percent. It it really does, man. Um, and I I look at it like this, bro. <clears throat> at the end of the day, you gotta figure out wh- one what works best for you, but you also gotta you also gotta realize that 
everything that you try to do may not always work out. Period. Yeah, right. right. It's just how it is. That's just that's right. just the way. It's just the right. way you're gonna fall. And I mean, I feel like shit. I you know, being in school, I didn't feel a lot. Like I didn't, I didn't been like down and be like, man, you know what? I might not make it out of this. <laughs> you know that feeling? Hell yeah. Right? Bro. You know that feeling like man, like it take a lot to fall and get up. Mm-hmm. Like, you only down if you stay down. Thanks. You know? That's right. Or you trip up and you go the other way, like, man, this ain't my route. You know, mm-hmm. I need to do something else. I tripped up too many times. Man, look, as long as you got up, you still moving. Shit, just keep pushing. I know, and I know that's the thing though. You gotta keep pushing. Thanks. Keep pushing. That's it. That's it, man. Make, so gonna make it through. Man, I literally just came across this brand. Uh, it's a company called Back Back Holdings, B A K K T Holdings Incorporated. Right now, this stock is up like eighty percent today, um, up seven dollars and twenty seven cents. It's, it's the the actual price right now is sixteen dollars and forty two cents. So I did a little yeah. bit of digging to figure out why it is, and um, Mastercard actually says that um, any bank or merchant on its vast network can start to soon offer crypto services. So MasterCard is pretty much preparing to announce that any of its thousand banks and millions of its merchants on its payment network can soon integrate crypto into their products. Now, who is BAC? BAC is just a payment network. Uh, well, the payment network is partnered with BAC, which is a crypto firm recently spun off by Intercontinental Exchange which will be the behind the scenes provider of custodial services for those who sign up. So that's why BACT is seeing that growth. Now, MasterCard's stock is only up 1%, right? And that's probably because they don't move like that. They don't move like that because their stock price is $362. But BACT is like $16 a share. And they're up like right now, 75%, you know? Now, I don't know how long that's going to last, the fifty-two dollars twenty-two dollars and fifty-six cents. So we just gotta see. And that ticker is BKKT. If y'all are looking for it, definitely do your research on that. Check it out. See what you think. Um, but that's just something that I found super duper interesting, man. That's pretty dope. Yeah, it uh, it IPO last year in November. Ah, that's hey. Yeah. It seemed like they well on their way though. If they if they partnering with a company like Mastercard. That's, a, that's one of the big ones. I think the only company that's probably equal to size, in, in, you know, as far as the payment services would be Visa. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, Visa. that's pretty dope. That's Visa, pretty dope. after Visa, you got PayPal and all those other like Square. Yeah, Square. Square going to have big thing. Yep. And, uh, and then after that, the online banking thing, uh, so far, mm-hmm. they cheap too. They cheap, they, man, look. That's gonna be one of the like big banks in the future too. Heck yes. Heck yes. But but off off of, um I just gotta bring this up, bro. So yesterday I bring this up, bro. Hey, do you yesterday. hey do a whole soliloquy, bro, and just kill it for about five, five minutes straight. Just do it. Do your thing. Man, listen, bro. So yesterday I'm I'm on Twitter and I see a guy. Um I see a highlight of, you know, sports. I watch sports. I like sports. You know, sports betting is a big deal. And so the guy gets a ball, right? He gets a ball from uh, 
think Mike Evans or Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the wide receiver. He gets Tom Brady 600 TD ball. And so he doesn't even really realize what he has. He's just like, yeah, I got a ball. Mike Evans, like, that's my guy. That's my team. He's really excited, static. And then the the Bucks staff members go walk up to this guy in the stands and negotiate getting this ball back. Man, the guy gives the gives the staff member the ball, 600, Tom Brady. The, everybody know, like, this guy is going to go down as probably the best football player in the history of football. So he gets the ball from the guy later on that night. It comes out that the ball is 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 being told that it's worth a no half a million dollars. Man, he just gave away the bag. And my thing is, okay, we know it's history. We know it's sports history. But, man, Tom Brady threw a lot of balls. You think he worried about 600? The guy literally, like, went sit on the bench. And they went grab it from him. Come to find out later that they're giving this guy $1,000 credit for the store at Raymond James Stadium. What, what is that? I have no idea why. This dude gave that ball back. Me personally, I wouldn't have gave the ball back. I don't like you could say what you want, but you didn't have that ball in your hand. I would have known from the jump. Brady just threw this pass. They've been talking about his records all week. They talk about every every week, actually, because he's damn near on pace to break every passing record. And you have this ball in your hand that's probably worth more than you've made in your lifetime, and you just gave it back to him. No. I'm sorry. No. I'm not giving that ball back. Today, sir, whoever you are out there, I know you feel foolish. Whoever you connected to, your friends, your family, I know they feel bad for you because you just gave away the bag to a, a billion dollar company, a billion dollar corporation and a Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Tom Brady might be worth a billion dollars if you included his wife. This man doesn't care about that ball. You should have never gave it back. And I know you feel horrible today seeing a price that you could have got if you sold that ball on eBay, period. You could have went on eBay, you could have sold it yourself. And, and now, and now no, they're gonna give you a thousand dollar credit the total disrespect is ridiculous. The man should have a Tom Brady signed jersey, a Tom Brady signed ball, some cleats, Tom Brady whole uniform, a helmet uh, signed by the team, something to make this man feel like he didn't just hand away the bag because he could have changed his life just off that one ball, which is kind of ridiculous. But he could have changed the future of his family's life with that one ball. But obviously, he wasn't listening to the Calling and Puss podcast like he should have been because he would have known to hold that down and come up off of it. And that's all I got to say. And that's the Calling and Puss podcast. And we out for the day, baby. Y'all, y'all be cool. Y'all take care of each other. Take care of yourself. Peace.